Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle Podcast and welcome to episode 64. Okay, so the title of today's episode is There Is No Reality only perception. That's a pretty bold statement, isn't it? (laughs) So what I mean by there is no reality, only perception is that your view of life is unique to you and it is filtered through your beliefs, actions, and experiences. Now filters greatly affect our perceptions of reality. Oftentimes, without even realizing it, you know, as we're growing up, there are certain beliefs that are instilled in us from family members, maybe from a church that you went to, from society. Maybe there were certain actions, you know, situations, experiences, things that happened that gave you a certain belief or a certain thought about how something is supposed to work or just how it works in general. We all see life through our own unique lens and our own unique filters. These filters are a major basis in opinions and why we all have different opinions, why some people may agree, why you may vibe with some people a little bit more, and why you may disagree with other people. It's all grounded in your own filter, your perception of reality. So if you're looking at your current reality or your perception of your current reality and you're not Maybe you're not crazy about what you're seeing, right? Maybe there are some things that are going wrong. You wish X, Y, Z were different. Maybe you wish you had a different job or you lived somewhere else or that your relationship felt more like a partnership or that you had more friends who were like-minded. I like to think of our perception of reality like the game Jenga. I don't know if you've ever played Jenga, but you have all these little blocks that you are building up and up and up. And then you have, you know, two players, or you can even just play by yourself, but you pull out pieces of this, you know, huge tower that you've built and you put a new piece on top. So you're constantly, you're trying to pull out each little block without having the whole tower come crumbling down. So I like to think of each aspect of our reality as one of those little Jenga blocks. And sometimes we need to pull the Jenga block out to address it, to recognize what it is and to address how it's affecting us. Maybe rewrite a new story around it and then put that at the top or the forefront of our minds in order to shape and build that new perception of our reality. Because the thing is, you can't change what you don't address. And if you continue to, you know, using the Jenga example, if you just continue to keep placing little blocks on top of that tower and you never take out those foundational blocks to really look at them, to assess them and see how they are affecting you, your actions, your behaviors, and your everyday life, nothing's ever going to change. And your reality is going to stay exactly the same as it is now. So we've talked a lot about limiting beliefs in the past, and with this Jenga example, what I'm really trying to express is that 
those limiting beliefs, those blocks, the foundational blocks at the bottom of your Jenga tower, those are limiting beliefs. Those foundational blocks at the bottom of your Jenga tower, those are the old stories and the limiting beliefs that have been with you since your childhood. And so we need to take those out look at them. We need to identify which ones need to be removed that we can carefully remove without the entire tower crumbling down, assess how it's affecting us. And if it's in a negative way where it is keeping us from moving forward or stagnating our growth, then that's when we can tell ourselves a new story and reframe that limiting belief, that negative self-talk, turn it into something new, something that we can really get behind and believe in and place it at the top of the tower, which would be at the forefront of our mind. In order to identify those limiting beliefs, we have to observe our thoughts. And the best way I know how to do this or how I started to do it is whenever I would have a thought, you know, it's becoming more self-aware, very hyper aware of what's actually going on in your head. Meditation is great for this, but whenever I would have a thought, I of course would think the thought and then before anything else, before another thought could enter my mind, I would ask, is that actually true? Is it fact or perception? Is it a thought or belief I picked up somewhere along my life's journey? So I'll give you three examples of some past thoughts or some past limiting beliefs that I had that I've had to work over the years to reframe to make into my current perception of my reality. So the first limiting belief that would pop up quite often had to do with success. And the thought that always popped up would be success equals earning over six figures working for a corporation. That was how success was defined for me for a very, very long time. Another thought that used to pop up all the time, money is limited, spending is bad, saving is good. And the third was being skinny or thin means that you are healthy. So whenever these thoughts would pop up into my head, let's use the first one as an example. Success equals earning over six figures working for a corporation. Whenever that thought would pop up into my head, I would ask myself, is that actually true? Is it fact? The answer, of course, is no. You know, is it fact or perception? It's definitely perception. It is a thought or belief that I picked up somewhere along my life's journey. When you realize that a belief you have is just perception and not fact, you then have a chance to rewrite what that belief is and to start to question it. So for this one specifically, I was able to trail back to my childhood where this thought process came from, where success equals earning over six figures working for a corporation. Whenever I would do certain things or when I, I chose a certain path, you know, when I was in college, these things were all rewarded. They were seen as an achievement. So it just kept feeding this thought that that's what success would mean for me. In order to reframe this belief, I had to go through the experience of actually working for a corporation and earning over six figures and realizing that that did not make me feel successful, nor did it make me feel happy. So for me, it took this experience of this actually happening for me to realize that that's actually not what success is and realize that I had to create my own definition of success. So where my limiting belief was once success equals earning over six figures working for a corporation, the reframed belief is I define success as designing my day on my own terms, making money from my passions, and experiencing joy every single day in the simple moments. That is what success feels like and looks like for me. Your definition might be different, but again, if you don't look, if you don't look at those limiting beliefs and you don't actually address them, nothing is going to change. 
and you may be living by a definition of success that wasn't even yours to begin with. Let's look at the second example because I know this one probably hits home for a lot of people where the thought was money is limited, spending is bad, saving is good. So we go back to those questions. Money is limited. Is that actually true? No. Is it fact? No. Is it perception? Is it a thought or belief I picked up somewhere along my life's journey? Yes. When you hold a dollar bill in your hands, it is essentially paper. (laughs) Paper grows on trees, right? So that's another one you could do is, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Yes, it does. Money is paper. The government is printing money all the time. So there is no way that money can be limited if it's constantly being printed. And if you don't believe me, then I highly encourage you to go watch The Big Short, where you'll see that the government basically bailed out all of the banks by printing more money during the housing crisis. Money is not limited, it is unlimited. You think about all of these celebrities and these people who make millions and billions of dollars, they are no different from you. The only thing that's different is their mindset. They believe that they can earn that much. They believe that they deserve to make that much money. They they understand that money is an energy and they recognize that when you put a certain vibe and a certain energy and a level of worthiness out into the universe, that is what you are going to attract back. So maybe your limiting belief isn't that money is limited. Maybe you know that there's a lot of money out there, but that money is limited in terms of coming into your own life. Money is limited in coming into you. And that's when you need to ask the question, why do you not feel worthy or deserving of X amount of dollars? And that might be because you have this other limiting belief where you know spending is bad, saving is good. So you're like, well, what would I do with this money? It would just go into savings and I would never touch it because spending is bad. So how I would talk myself through that one is of course asking, is that actually true? Is spending bad and is saving good? No, that's not actually true. It's not a fact, it is just perception. It's something I picked up along my life's journey. In talking myself through this limiting belief, I realize things cost money. That is a fact. That's how society runs. Things cost money. If you never spend your money, then do you ever really experience life and all it has to offer? The answer there is no. By hoarding it, you're in the mentality that it's all you're ever going to have, that it'll never be replaced, that you know this is it, and once it's gone, it's gone. That is a lack mindset. That is not an abundance mindset. In hoarding your money and just saving, 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 and never spending anything, You restrict that energetic flow of more coming to you. So this belief would be reframed as money is unlimited and spending or saving isn't inherently bad or good as long as my intention behind what I do with my money is aligned with my true core desires. And then we have the limiting belief that being skinny or thin means you're healthy. And this easily could have come from, you know, being around a group of people or someone in particular who was always on a diet and constantly restricting what they were eating or saying like, oh, I really want that piece of that piece of pie, but I'm not going to have that piece of pie because I'm on my diet and I have goals. Or maybe you, it was the opposite and you were around someone who was always very thin and could eat whatever they wanted and never seemed to gain a pound. So whatever your perception of health is, is probably really kind of wonky and it's not actually, it's not actually fact. (laughs) Being skinny or thin does not necessarily mean you're healthy because in my opinion, health, you need to have a holistic view of health. Health encompasses a very wide scope of things. You have your mental health, you have your emotional health, you of course have your physical health, which is the one I think a lot of us focus on. And then actually I've come to realize that I have something called my spiritual health. By hyper-focusing on your physical health, 
You are completely ignoring and shoving to the side your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. And I have come to find, for me personally, that those things are actually way more important because I have learned that what is happening inward, what is happening internally, is reflected into my external reality. It is reflected outward. So if things aren't right in my mind, if my emotions are running haywire and spiritually, I'm just not really vibing with the universe, that is going to be reflected in my external reality. It's just like when you're feeling really stressed out about something in your life and you'll start to have, you know, pimples pop up on your face or maybe you'll have a little weight gain or you'll feel bloated. All of those things are a result of what's happening inward. So I have learned to look inward first to work on my mental state, my emotional state, my spiritual state, and that is all reflected outward into my physical health and what I see in the mirror. And of course, you know, I love to to exercise, to go for walks. Your physical health is somewhat dependent on moving your body and eating the right foods, but I really think many people would be surprised if you can get your mental, emotional, and spiritual state right first. All of that that's going on inside, that's going to be reflected. So if everything is good in there and you're feeling good about yourself, that's what you're gonna see when you look in the mirror. That is what is going to be reflected back to you. So the reframed version of that belief is holistic health is my priority. How I feel on the inside is reflected outward. You can see then how if we never address these limiting beliefs and we never take the time to actually work through them and reframe them, our realities aren't going to change. The perception of our reality is never going to change. When you listen to and abide by those limiting beliefs that you have, you subsequently define what is possible for you. How different would your life look if your core beliefs had underlying messages of the following? Unlimited potential to be who you want to be and do what you want to do. Endless opportunities to find love, make money, be healthy, travel and an abundance in wealth, health, and love. You get to choose what is possible for you, and that all starts with what you believe in and what you're telling yourself every single day. So identify where your own perception of reality is holding you back. What areas is your own perception of reality holding you back? And then choose one area to work on. Become aware of your thoughts, whether that's through meditation, just kind of sitting with your thoughts, being the gentle observer, not really judging them, just letting them pass by and observing them. And then get out a notepad and write down all the thoughts you had with regard to that one area that maybe you're struggling with a little bit more. You know, journal through the thoughts, journal through the limiting beliefs and your negative self-talk. Figure out where it came from, if it actually is fact, or if it is truly perception and something you picked up along the way reframe those beliefs and program affirmations into your phone. I like to do this with the Think Up app. It's wonderful. You can actually record yourself saying your new reframed beliefs or affirmations, however you want to do it. You can record them in the Think Up app. And then I like to listen to those when I'm driving. And I also listen to them before bed because there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens while you're sleeping in your subconscious. I can do a separate podcast episode on that if you guys want me to, but listening to those affirmations before bed will really cement them into your subconscious. And then having those constant daily reminders, I have alarms set on my phone that'll go off at random times throughout the day with those different reframed beliefs and with those different 
those different thoughts because you have to see them constantly. You have to listen to them constantly because in order to make them part of your, your Jenga tower, where eventually you, you take out almost all of those foundational blocks and you keep reframing and putting new ones on top, eventually those new reframed beliefs are going to become your foundation because you're pulling out all of the things that no longer serve you and rewriting the story around them. When you do that enough time, suddenly your foundation completely shifts, and then you can begin to build from a place of true purpose and true belief. Beliefs that are yours and yours alone, ones that you created, ones that you wrote the story around, not ones that were told to you or instilled in you from a very young age. So that is it. That is all I have for you today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Make sure to check out my personal development book, Be Your Own Hashtag Goals. I will leave the link for you in the show notes. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world, and I will chat with you in the next one. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.